Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dr. Nancy live on Wednesday. I'm coming to you from Florida today. Um, I almost forgot I had this scheduled on my spring break, but it's wonderful to take a break from the sun and come in and talk to Dr. Caitlin. Um, today we have Dr. Caitlin Parkinson. Um, she's a, telling me she's originally from Canada, but I don't hear it in her mm -hmm. accent. So, um, Dr. Caitlin, welcome and tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Nancy, for having me on today. So I am a naturopathic doctor, and I am originally from Canada. So I went to um, naturopathic medical college at the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine in Toronto. So I live just, I grew up just outside of in uh, Toronto in central Ontario. So after graduating from the uh, CCNM, I started practicing there in Toronto, and I had no intentions of leaving um, until my husband's career brought us here to Indianapolis. So in Canada, I was uh, uh, practicing um, as a, a naturopathic doctor at a multidisciplinary health center there. Um, here in Indiana, I work uh, out of a clinic in Broad Ripple, so the Indy Acupuncture um, Health and Services Clinic here. And um, I work with primarily women. That's my main uh, clinical focus. So um, after I graduated from uh, the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine and I was into practicing a few years um, as an MD, I actually decided to do some additional training in the area of women's menstrual cycle health. So I became a certified fertility awareness-based method educator. Um, so I got trained in a syntothermal method that teaches women how to track natural um, biomarkers that indicate uh, when she may be fertile and when she may not be. So this is a really important addition to my practice as an ND because of course I really wanted to focus on women's health and I saw this big need or this, this interest of women learning their cycles in a more in-depth way and also managing their fertility without the use of synthetic hormone drugs or, or contraceptive devices. So that's a little bit about my background and, and my training there. Can I ask how you um, got interested in just focusing on women? Yeah, so I don't know, maybe uh, just being one, it was a really natural thing for me. I uh, knew I wanted to focus on women's health. And um, the, the part about the menstrual cycle being um, so important was really a personal experience of mine. So I had been on birth control for a number of years. And early on in my naturopathic training program, so it's a four-year medical program, and I was in my first year, and I discontinued the birth control pill. And I struggled with um, amenorrhea, so loss of menstrual cycles, and irregularity in my menstrual cycles, plus a host of premenstrual symptoms, you name it, lots of hormonal imbalances. I, de I dealt with that for several years. And so I eventually got into um, learning to track my own cycle. So that's how I managed my fertility at that time. And now fast forward almost 10 years later, I'm still tracking my cycles. So um, the women's health component, whether or not I had, you know, was to have done this additional training to become a fertility awareness based method educator, it still was something as a naturopathic doctor, I have such compassion for. And women's health is so complex. So, you know, in practice, I'm working with women who have mood disorders, or they have gastrointestinal issues, or they have thyroid issues. So it's not just about hormones and, and the menstrual cycle. But a lot of times, it's all interconnected. So as naturopathic doctors, we don't see the system as separate entities, we really see it as one interconnected system. So the topic of women's health is broad and far-reaching, for sure. Right. So then you wanted to talk to us today about, you call it the fifth vital sign. Mm -hmm. Do you want to explain yeah. that? 
Yes, so it, this might be a new concept for some. It's that a woman's menstrual cycle, so you know, uh, healthy ovulation and true menstruation together, that defining her menstrual cycle is her fifth vital sign. So we have four main vital signs that we know of. So if you go into a doctor's office and you're having your routine check, you're gonna, they're gonna take your, your temperature, they're gonna you check your heart rate, your respiration, your blood pressure. So those are the four vital signs that we know of, vital meaning that they're critical to life. Well, a woman's menstrual cycle is also a vital sign. So we call that her fifth vital sign. So when there's issues with her menstrual cycle, it can indicate that there's also underlying issues in not just her reproductive health and physiology, but her overall health and wellness as well. So we as fertility awareness method educators and just those of us in the women's healthcare field really feel that women need to kind of understand the importance of healthy regular ovulation and menstruation and that it really is critical to sustaining life. You know, without a woman's menstrual cycle, there wouldn't be progression of, of um, you know, our generations. Yeah. What kind of things have you seen? Um, what would what would be like a red flag to somebody about their? Yeah. So first, it's probably important to kind of define what a healthy normal menstrual cycle looks like. A lot of women don't even really understand that. So the menstrual cycle is made up of different phases. So if I were to break that up for you, you know, the first day of a woman's uh, menses, so the first day she bleeds is considered conventionally uh, the first day of, of that cycle. So you've got the period of her menstrual uh, bleeding, and that typically lasts about four to eight days. And then after that, she'll enter into a period of, um, you know, infertility. She might notice days of dryness, no presence of cervical mucus. That is a variable phase. From the start of her menses up until ovulation, that's called her pre-ovulatory or follicular phase. So as a woman approaches ovulation, she's going to start noticing the presence of cervical mucus or fluid. And this is uh, directly correlates to the rise in estrogen that occurs in that first half of the cycle. And estrogen is actually made by the developing um, follicle in her ovary. So we kind of look at that as a, a phase two. We call that the uh, cervical fluid phase leading up to the ovulatory event. Then you have the ovulatory event. And that is, of course, when the ova is released from um, the ovary, released into the fallopian tube where potentially conception could occur. Then after the, the ovulatory event, up until the last day before the start of her next new cycle is known as the post-ovulatory or luteal phase. And that phase is also very critical. So when we talk about a woman's fifth vital sign and overall sort of her menstrual cycle health, a lot of women will come in and say, oh, I have a 28-day cycle, my cycle is normal. But in fact, when she starts looking at the different phases or components of her menstrual cycle, she can start to see that there might be some underlying imbalances and that in fact, her reproductive health maybe isn't in balance or as healthy and optimal as it could be. So understanding what's normal and optimal is really the first step. And it doesn't have to be complicated. You know, women can just even starting with understanding when do you first have your, you know, the first day of your menses? When is the, the, the last day of your cycle? When do you anticipate seeing ovulatory cervical mucus that could correlate with that ovulatory event? It's really that concept of body awareness or you know body literacy so little things that you can do to start paying more attention you know in in society i find that women aren't really taught to pay attention to their cycles at all and so these little subtle 
cues that your body is they're not it's naturally occurring on a daily basis can give women a lot of valuable information so you asked about what are some common things I'll see. So if a woman is coming into practice, um, there might be issues with her luteal phase. So that phase after ovulation before the start of her next cycle. So there can be um, premenstrual spotting, so several days of spotting before the start of her actual real uh, menstrual cycle. There can be a lot of premenstrual symptoms. So headaches or migraines at the onset of menses. Um, there can be mood and sleep issues. There can be um, cramping leading up to her menstrual cycle. A lot of these can indicate that there is issues in the balance of estrogen and progesterone. So estrogen is typically the highest, or it should be the highest hormone in the pre-ovulatory phase. Then after ovulation, progesterone actually spikes and is definitely or should be the most dominant hormone in that second half of her cycle. But we can have a low progesterone in the second half of the cycle or what we call a luteal phase defect. So it could be issues with um, the follicular development, um, you know, impacting the ability of the body to actually make enough progesterone to kind of create this fine balance between enough estrogen and enough progesterone so that those symptoms I just mentioned, um, you know, don't occur. So one of the kind of Cadillac signs of a luteal phase deficiency or low progesterone would be premenstrual spotting, anxiety, um, leading up to menses. Other issues that I see certainly around fertility, um, you know, inability to conceive would be low cervical fluid mucus. So I'll work with women who come in and they are trying to conceive and we'll start talking about the different phases of their cycle and I'll ask, do you notice the presence of cervical fluid or, you know, cervical secretion? So this is cervical uh, mucus that's produced um, at the cervix under the influence of estrogen. So as estrogen levels start to rise approaching that ovulatory event, the cells will start to produce this fertile cervical mucus. We also call that peak mucus. So it's clear, stretchy, has a sensation of lubrication. It's critical for sperm survival. So when I'm working with a woman or a couple and they're looking to conceive, you know, you need an egg, you need a sperm, but you also need a healthy and enough quality quantity cervical mucus. And that's because without the presence of this peak uh, cervical uh, mucus, sperm can die within the acidic vagina within seconds to minutes. So um, a lot of times when I'm not seeing enough or long enough phases of cervical fluid, then I know um, that could be contributing potentially to that woman's um, inability to conceive and certainly correlates with um, maybe low, not having enough estrogen, you know, in that, in that first half of her cycle. Okay. This is kind of a um very general question because i know mm -hmm. everything's specific to each person mm -hmm. but what kind of um remedies then do you do you do food do you do creams is it supplements how do you help these women so a combination of all of the above really um you know we want to focus on the root cause so what is causing these hormonal imbalances and you know just giving a woman the replacement of these hormones is more like a band-aid approach right so it's not really addressing well why can't her body make enough progesterone so progesterone is actually made in the ovary so when the follicle is developing you know the follicle is holding the egg and at ovulation that egg is released well that follicle remains in the ovary and actually becomes a becomes a hormone secreting gland called the corpus luteum so we actually need a really healthy follicle 
to then allow for healthy progesterone levels. So maybe it needs to go back to supporting ovarian health, or maybe we even take it a step further and we think, okay, well, is the pituitary gland stimulating ovaries to, to a healthy degree? So FSH and LH are hormones that actually come from the pituitary gland and they talk to the ovaries and they initiate the start of a new cycle and the start of new follicular development and growth. So, you know, kind of figuring out not just band-aiding what's going on, but what is what is at the root of the issue. Another um, area that I often need to support women in is thyroid health. So the thyroid gland is critical for women to have healthy, regular ovulation. And a lot of times there is an underfunctioning thyroid gland that's really at the root of a lot of menstrual cycle issues. So, you know, if a woman does not have enough free T3 production, for instance, it's going to drag DNA synthesis and entire metabolic function down. And it can really cause um, a variety of menstrual cycle issue issues. And so I see that a lot um, in practice as well. And so working to make sure, you know, I kind of call women's health a three-legged stool. So you've got your ovaries, which make sex hormones. You've got your adrenal glands, which allow the body to respond to stress and make cortisol in an optimal way throughout the day. And then you've got your thyroid. And all three of those things need to be working in harmony. And if there's an you know, imbalance in that stool, then the system is going to be off. So to answer your questions, I certainly use diet and lifestyle support. Um, I do a lot of uh, supplementation and a lot of herbal medicine. Herbs are a beautiful way to nurture the body and work, really work on root cause, balancing out adrenal function, balancing out hormonal imbalances without actually replacing the hormone, right? So working on the root cause level. Um, and so, yeah, it, it just kind of depends, you know, I kind of, it's like the analogy, peeling back the layers of the onion. And that's why a woman's menstrual cycle chart, if she, if she can start charting, is so valuable because this chart will show the different phases of her cycle and can certainly uh, indicate areas of imbalance that we can focus on. Great. Good. Really good information. Before we wrap up today, is there anything you want um, our audience to know, any tips or anything um, that we didn't go over? No, I mean, this topic is um, so, pa it's, it's something I'm so passionate about. And I'm, you know, I just want women to understand their bodies more and feel empowered and knowledgeable. So, um, I, you know, I could talk on and on and on about this for sure. So nothing in particular. I mean, I offer, um, you know, in addition to my regular uh, uh, visit schedule, I do offer complimentary consultations. So if women are interested in working with me either as a naturopathic doctor or also as a fertility awareness based method educator, so working through my menstrual charting programs, certainly reach out to me, visit my website, you can book a complimentary consultation with me where we can chat a little bit more about, you know, about what's going on and see if working together would be a good fit. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. I put your website up in case you can't see it. Um, it's Caitlin Parkinson N D and is in Nancy. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, she, it's been wonderful talking to you. Thank you so much for coming on with us today. And um, thank you for doing what you're doing for the women. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.